Jordan. What's up? What's up, man? It feels good to be back. I went into a hiatus, man. I'm back out of the coma. Good to be back with you, brother. Yeah, Jordan's been a little under the weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sick of all these Bulls losses. That's what. That's why I'm sick. Yeah, gotta stay away from those Bulls, man. You catch whatever they got. <laughs> catch a catch a couple horns. It's really sad to watch. And I know there's injuries, and it's 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 a rash of injuries that that it's a bit troubling. Like like we mentioned in a previous podcast, you got what four of your top seven. Yeah, Denzel's now out for the year, likely right because um, his ankles have not recovered from <laughs> <laughs> Frank Nitty. Frank Nitty put him out for the season. <laughs> Frank Nitty is is catching bodies. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, exposure one one on one. Yeah, Denzel, you you had yeah, I don't know what it was some some sort of like chronic knee fluid build up. I don't know what it was, but yeah, that man's got to get his knees together. Oh my goodness! But this is what happens when you say we're going to go younger and more athletic, and you draft the least athletic, oldest player in the draft. <laughs> It's just, that's always been my beef with, with Denzel, man. I, I mean, it's never been – I mean, part of it is him as a player, but it was just always the, the ideal that was put before us as Bulls fans, and then you bring him in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just a little bit enamored. I watched him a little bit at Michigan State. He did his thing. He was always really good across the board. I thought that he could hold his own. It, I don't know. It, it seemed to me like he just looked better in college. Maybe that's what it is. You know, sometimes your game or your, your full, I guess, array of skills don't translate all the time to the NBA because I'll give you another guy just off the top of my head. Jerry and Grant was at uh, Notre Dame. Well, I believe it was Notre Dame. And uh, 
he was impressive to me. I liked the way he played. I don't know if it was just a lack of confidence when he got to New York or whoever drafted him first. I think it was the Knicks. And then he just fell out of favor because he wasn't good in the beginning. And, you know, confidence is everything. But, yeah, Denzel, man, Denzel just needs to go back to the drawing board, man. Tighten them, tighten them, them, them calf muscles up. Get your, get your ankles right and stay away from the Drew League. Wow. Well, Jaron Grant. I, too, was infatuated with Jaron Grant in college. I was giving him Dwayne Wade comparisons. That's wow. how infatuated I was with Jaron Grant. He was getting Dwayne Wade comparisons from me. And he is not yeah. that. <laughs> Far He's from never, he, I mean, the beginning of his career, the middle of his career, the end of his career, have all been bad. The only connection they have to get to to to, to each other is that and they the play. We complained about it. There you go. Denzel, my thing with Denzel is again, unathletic, not young. I was never even infatuated with him in college because he was part of that Michigan State team that got upset in that fifteen-two matchup. Oh wow! I I I, I failed to remember yeah, that. They were like this You're dominant right. team all year, and everybody's singing the praises of Denzel, like. The next coming of Draymond Green because he's kind of like six five and he does a little bit of everything well. He's a jack of all trades, and he's sort of yeah. the Draymond guy. And then he goes into the NCAA tournament, and I don't know was it Florida Gulf Coast or some team, and they just they wiped Michigan State, and he led a, a late flurry to come back, but it was all for naught. Okay, I think you you kind of you kind of getting me back into the headspace. I think I do remember that because I think I remember the famous like alley oop dunk that that dude on mm-hmm. FGC you mm-hmm. had uh, in that tournament. Yeah, when they were blowing him out and it was just a uh, it was like okay, this is over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's always had a problem with athletes. Speaking of uh, athletes and problems, this just dropped today. Oh God! Today being Friday. Um, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be Sunday or something. Oh, I'm, I'm a very slow editor. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock yourself. That just means he's a very good editor. It's all about quality here at the Legendary Stay Podcast. It's not about speed. I'm methodical. I'm methodical. That's right. But Kareem Hunt. Um, oh, yeah. God. Like, I'm going to say something here, and it, it may be received improperly. And, you know, I, I don't mean for it to be received improperly, but it's not a lot of ways, I guess, you can say it politically, correct? Kareem Hunt. Go ahead, yeah. Kareem Hunt is absolutely, positively, unequivocally wrong for what he did. But if you look at the video. I, I was I was waiting for the butt. <laughs> if you look at the video, his intent was wrong, but he was held back. He was calmed down by his crew, right? Wasn't going to lay a hand on this young lady. Yeah. And she proceeded to jump in his face and pretty much assault him. And then not understanding that you're now assaulting a professional football player. You know, there's, there's grown men who shouldn't do that. And, you know, yeah, the ending, it ended the way it did. Now, again, Kareem Hunt, wrong. Unequivocally, positively, 
unilaterally, whatever other word that ends in L-Y. <laughs> That's how wrong Kareem Hunt is. Ooh, substantially. But yeah. I am I am somewhat of the school of thought that there should not be provocation either. I mean, you you shouldn't provoke an individual and expect no no clapback, so to speak. And this young lady continued to provoke him and got some clapback. Now, this is according to the video that I saw from from the uh, the three letter paparazzi network. <laughs> Yeah. So based on that, what I saw, he was he was incited. He was uh, kind of going at her head a little bit. He was ready to. She must have said or did something and, and had him ready to go. And then, you know, they pulled him back, calmed him down. And it's almost like she took that opportunity to jump back in his face. So, again, I don't know the whole story. I don't know the nature of the relationship, but it did result in the Kansas City Chiefs cutting Kareem Hunt on the premise that I guess in, when this happened in February mm-hmm. somewhere between yeah, exactly. February and December the Kansas City Chiefs had discussed this with Kareem Hunt and he led them to believe that it was no big deal and the video came out and it's a pretty big deal so the Kansas City Chiefs said bye-bye to Kareem Hunt. And it's kind of an unprecedented thing. Usually a player of that magnitude gets some chances and some reprieves. Yes. Kansas City was just like, yes. oh no, you're gone. Now, I don't I don't know as far as Kansas City is, they're kind of a, a one of the charter franchises, you know, being the, the kings of the AFL and during the merger, you know, with the Hunt sparking that. Uh, that merger between the AFL and the NFL. I don't know if they've ever had any incidents with their players that have come out like this. So I don't know what the precedent is, but they seem like they're pretty no nonsense concerning things like this. Look, there, there's so many angles that I have an opinion on with this. Number one, I'm going to get the most, shall we say, fantastical one out of the way. I have Kareem Hunt in my fantasy football league, so I'm pretty uh, angry right now with that. Just last week, the man gave me a good amount of points this whole year. He's been doing what he's expected to do. Then I get this just awesome news, and now I'm trying to figure out how to replace one of the top running backs in the league. (sighs) So, yeah, thanks a lot, Kareem. Thanks a lot. I don't know if I'm going to be as much of a stud come playoff time for the fantasy football championship. But anyway, I digress with that. Now on to the actual real meat and potatoes. I I listened to uh, the score earlier, and uh, they they broke down a lot of different angles to this. It's interesting that just the Kansas City Chiefs organization, they they really – have a a laundry list of of things that they have uh, dealt with. Uh, they reminded me uh, about the Javon that's Belcher what, that's situation. What I thought about when I heard this because I was I couldn't place the name. I was like, who is yeah. the guy that kind of held held the uh, the facility hostage and then committed suicide outside after a series of things went on? And maybe because of that, 
is why their their rope is very very short. Yeah, they, they. I mean, he dude shot himself in front of Romeo Cornell and whoever else was standing there. A couple of the other uh, uh, coaches from the different skill positions, but then you got you got the the the, the drafting of Tariq Hill, uh, which I had no idea of. But before he was drafted, he had issues with uh, being convicted of something. I believe it was domestic violence, and. Uh, he had to, uh, they drafted him despite knowing that, you know, his history. And of course he's kept his hands clean of whatever, at least from the, from the uh, outside, you know, looking in standpoint. Uh, But when it comes to Kareem Hunt, man, again, I have the same thoughts and sentiments as you uh, in no way, shape or form. And I'm sure you, you, you definitely agree with me on this and what we believe just as men and, uh, it's it's there's no excuse to put your hands on a woman uh men whether you're an athlete or not are more times than not more physically they're more physically stronger they 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 have more physicality to them so it, it's not fair to try and impose your will that way on 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 a female who is usually a weaker, weaker person physically. So in, in that aspect, no, you do not touch a woman at all. Never, ever will promote that he on here or in, in, in reality and in, in, in other areas, whatever. But when it comes to provocation, provocation, however you say it, being provoked, I, I, I looked at the video and I was expecting something 10 times worse because the way they, they brought it out, when I heard about the report, uh, uh, when I was at work, they made it sound like the man was stomping her face in and 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 slapping her all over the place. In, in my head, I have a very uh, uh, crazy imagination. So when I hear something, it just I, I, I think of a million different things. So I'm thinking the man was holding her hair, dragging her around, kind of sort of like, the you know, Ray Rice uh, mm-hmm. 2.0. And I see the video. And I'm like, okay, he, he comes out of the hotel room, comes up to her, okay, gives her like one of those high school muffs, like get away from me, muffs her again. She looks like she's intoxicated, pacing around. Friends, buddies holding him back. Another girl's holding him back. He goes in the room. She proceeds to go after him and continues to egg him on. He comes out the room, and even when she gets pushed onto the wall and falls down, looks a little woozy from that, it looked as if he was pushed into somebody else that then knocked her over. And then when she got up, they were still holding her back. He got close to her and did like one of the lightest kicks I've ever seen. And the way it was reported, it was like, oh, she he was stopping her and kicking. Her. I'm like, what? 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 That's not what I saw. But once again, I digress with that. It, 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 it is not an excuse still to put your hands on a woman. You are a superior physical being. You're an athlete. You know you have a reputation. You know the age we live in when there's cameras and, and phones out and, and social media. There is nothing that truly is hidden from the naked eye anymore. You know, privacy is 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 barely a reality these days. You got to watch what you do, man. You got to watch what you do. Because like you said, it happened in February. 
And in my personal feeling, something happened where, hey, they, they knew, okay, we can keep this until we actually need it. You know, that's just my speculation. That's my little conspiracy theory for the day. But this whole situation is crazy. And now it went from him being on the exempt list to immediately being released. That 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 is unprecedented because you're talking about somebody who was a top player in the whole league, not just on his team, but the whole league that got cut. That that That's a almost a historic move for 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 the when nfl I saw the video it it appeared and and i'm sure you're talking about the part where it looked like he was pushed from my what i'm thinking is they were holding him and he was so angry that he was charging her and they were holding him and he maybe they they lost their grip and his momentum carried him into her e- either way again we we don't condone domestic violence uh, violence for any matter but violence uh, man against woman any violence again for that matter absolutely but absolutely um, the chiefs had to know but perhaps they hadn't seen the video and I think the video may have sparked some more conversation you know how sometimes uh, if somebody does something wrong or a kid does something bad and, you know, they, they try to to preemptively say something. So they'll tell you the truth, but they'll, you know, withhold some details. But it looks like they were so forthcoming that oh, yeah. you kind of let them slide. I think that's yeah. what Kareem Hunt uh-huh. did. And, you yeah. know, I think he may, have, he may have come forward and said, hey, you know, him and his lawyer came or his agent came and said, hey, we had an issue with a young lady happened in a hotel, some some words were exchanged or, you know, some pushes were exchanged, you know, it's been taken care of legally, nothing major. There's something we can let blow over. And the chiefs were like, okay. But like you said, mm-hmm. in this day and age, social media, video recording, cameras everywhere, access to cameras everywhere. Now on your phone, there's no yeah. escape from your actions there's there's no sneaking around i mean you have to have and and kareem hunt is not at that level where he has has the you know the the team the public relations team that could even hide half this stuff you know there are some athletes out here they do things wrong and you never hear about it you know these athletes have pr teams around them and, you know, they can kind of cover up some of the things that some of these higher-profile athletes do. But Kareem Hunt is one of them. He's good. He's one of the better players in the league. But he doesn't have the skin in the game where he can even try to hide something like this. So you got to kind of walk on eggshells when you're when you're an athlete of this nature, especially of this nature, but any athlete. You know, you got to walk on eggshells. Yeah. One, don't be a scumbag. But two, if you if you have some slip ups, be careful how you do it, who you do it to, what you do, things like that. And and Kareem Hunt, he he slipped up. And again, it's it's unprecedented because usually a player like this, you know, we'll we'll suspend him for so many games or this, that, and the third. The Chiefs were like, no, he you gone. So something went something went down. He gone. It's that simple. Something went down with yeah. him and the Chiefs, and you know the 
the press release said due to his dishonesty. So maybe there's more to the video and it hasn't been released. Maybe the situation's bigger, but it'll come out. Things like this always come out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, it didn't just start there. And even in my little brief conversation I had with a couple of guys, uh, some of our personal friends, we, uh, we said the same thing that, you know, that was what was caught on camera, or at least is what out, what is out now. You never knew what led up to that, you know, before that, what happened maybe in the room or wherever they were coming from. Uh, you just don't know. Um, but it's, 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 it's crazy. That's why when you when you are in the spotlight, you know, you got to make sure you're always <laughs> watching what you do, even on your own free time. Because, you know, a person can use something against you and they can bring it out just at the right time. Now, now this could and, or not could this this probably will impact the the the, the Super Bowl uh, uh, predictions. This is probably going to impact the, the, the strength of their team because Kareem Hunt was a, a pass catching running back. Now you eliminate that. He's not just out for a week or two. Now he's gone. So, you, yes, Spencer Ware is nice, but he wasn't Kareem Hunt. So now you take that element away. As good as Patrick Mahomes is, that's an element that was part a huge part of that team. So now it's not just with this issue with him, but how does it affect their chances going forward for Super Bowl, uh, for Super Bowl uh, odds? I think Spencer Hunt, I mean Spencer Hunt, Spencer Ware will fill in admirably. Um, combination of him and I think Damian Williams, they'll, they'll the Chiefs are, are so good and so deep that I think they can overcome this. They'll do some gimmick stuff with Tyreek Hill in the backfield and they'll they'll Andy Reid figure it out. I think I think this is their year. Andy Reid will figure it out. Another question that comes out of this is does does Kareem Hunt get picked up elsewhere, or is is he truly Ray Rice 2.0, where nobody's touching him with a ten foot pole? No, no. I, I, first of all, he's too young, and he's not past his prime. He, he's he's just kind of touching it. Uh, he just got in the league not too long ago, so I, I don't even think that that's the issue you know how it is with these this these leagues uh, especially the NFL uh they, they they there's opportunities and chances that are given especially and unfortunately to those who have an impact on the league and can make the league money so because of that they'll put a put a slap on your wrist for you you know you may have to sit out a, a a year or the rest of the season come back fresh next year or in the middle of next year or whenever however long that suspension is going to be whatever they give you you take your lumps and then you come back and uh you dominate on another team i'm i you know early early prediction for me would be washington i heard a little rumbling of maybe washington might want him down the road whenever he's really? freed I don't know. That's really? true. After the Ruben yeah, Foster, yeah. Pool, uh, that, that, that. they just yeah. they just went out and got Ruben Foster. Do they really want to draw this to themselves? 
Hey, apparently they don't care. And 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 I don't think they really do care because from what I heard, the, the, the GM of the team put his foot in his mouth when he went to the presser and said, uh, uh, you know, there's people, uh, you know, in, in higher places that have done worse. So why do we care? You know, and it's, their mentality is, hey, if you can do what you can do on the field, Sometimes come on down. And, and let's be honest. Sometimes the say? truth doesn't always need to be spoken. That you know what that you're absolutely right to save face sometimes that 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 doesn't need to be done when it comes to the you know the league and and certain sports I agree with that. However, I ain't gonna lie, it was refreshing to hear that because I'm like, you all know you would want a superior talent if 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 there were it, let, let's just say I don't know Todd Gurley got involved in a, a, a domestic violence dispute. Let got let go from the Rams. You think ain't nobody gonna be knocking at his door next year? He gets suspended for for the rest of the season next year. There's gonna be about a good five to ten teams that are gonna be like, hey man, you know, just work with our PR team, go to a few uh uh uh, uh, uh meetings and councils counselors, you know, get get the hours in and show that you're doing well and that you're you're a changed person. You're getting the help you need. And uh, get get two thousand rushing yards for us and get us a Super Bowl. Okay, thanks. All right, Ty. Yep. Like, come on. We we know what this is. It's saving face for the league. They have to do this so they can play the we 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 care about what's right. Just like with the CTE. Like this is just another addition of that. Just like with Colin Kaepernick, you know what that is. He that is too. This is this league has been like this forever. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So we'll see how long Kareem, this exemption, this basically a suspension, uh, is held up on Kareem Hunt. And I, I also think that he'll pop up on another team next year sometimes. And, you know, who knows? Maybe more facts come to light and he, he may get somewhat as, as exaggerated as he could be, I guess. You know, he still did the act, but maybe more facts will come out and it'll – so who knows? Who knows what will take place? Yeah. But let's move on from that. That's a that's a real sticky subject too. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's wash our hands. <laughs> let's wash our hands and talk about uh, the success of the Chicago Bears. Ah uh, yes. Since yes. we've been for a while, Chicago Bears have played like four games in three days. <laughs> They won them all. <laughs> that is physically impossible. They would all be shattered I to pieces. Games for three days. I know the Bears can. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. Tag, but nonetheless. Hey, it was impressive. Wow. That's all I got to Bears say. Played three games in 12 days, was it? Yeah, that now that's a fact. Yeah, three games, and, twelve days. Uh, yep. The last of those two was the shortest turnaround in NFL history. It was like seventy-two hours or something like that, or sixty-eight hours. Mm-hmm. Sunday night to, to Thursday morning. Yeah, so the Bears <laughs> did well. They wiped out the Lions twice and three division games, which is great. The Lions twice, the Minnesota Vikings, who was considered the class of the division early on. We even considered. 
the Vikings the class of the division early on. And yeah. the Bears handled them pretty well here in Chicago or, you know, Soldier Field. One of these games was a look what we can do game because the Bears try to chase Daniel out there. I was I ain't gonna lie, I was a little nervous that game until Eddie Jack came and uh brung balance back to the force. The two days before the game. I was nervous during the game. But you know, shout out to Chase Daniel, man. He, he showed up, showed out, did his thing, did enough to win. And that's all you really want your backup to do. Be able to do enough to put you in a position yeah. to win, especially with a defense like this which is probably the best we've seen in a while. It's been a long time since we've seen a defense that was both solid fundamentally and opportunistic. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that, man. I, I feel like we are we can be in every game. The Bears can can be position themselves to be in every game going forward uh, just because of that side of the ball. In, you're talking about an elite defense. In my mind, in my, in my opinion, the best in the league. Now, that's just not being biased because I'm from Chicago and I root for the Bears. I think that many people think that they're the no. best defense in the league. You look at Jacksonville, you think of, you, you, uh, that's a surprise to me. I'm be honest. They're, they're shocking me right now. I, I don't know how they, they just have fallen off the I cliff know. with their team. But, oh, uh, well, well, you know what? Enlighten me, please. Okay, so have you, have you watched Jacksonville, any Jacksonville games? Uh, I don't like wasting my eyes on on ne- unnecessary things. What you no. can do is NFL will put on on YouTube or, or a condensed game, right? So basically, what that is is about you get to see about eighty percent of the plays. Um, okay. You remember, remember the Titans uh, when Denzel Washington played Coach Boone, and they essentially had three plays. Absolutely, yeah. My one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, Absolutely, veer right, veer left, and like a ten yard out or something like that. Jacksonville mm-hmm. has taken that playbook and they run that <laughs> every week. They have three plays. <laughs> Is Blake Bortles even starting? Not still? anymore. Oh god, Blake Bortles has been benched. And they fired the offensive coordinator. So it was almost like, oh, let's not just blame Blake Bortles. Let's not just blame the offensive coordinator. Let's blame both of them. Mm-hmm. See ya. But, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind it because I think Bortles has talent. He doesn't throw a catchable ball. He has talent. I think he's better than what they're going to trot out there as a backup. But when you run the less run Leonard Fournette – into the nose tackle three times in a row on one drive. Yeah, you should be fired. My only thing is, I understand the offensive woes. I, I, I've ne- even last year when they were really good and they almost got to the Super Bowl, I never really put a lot of stake into that side of the ball with Blake and, uh, you know, all those guys and Leonard, uh, or rather not with Leonard because Leonard was hurt. But uh, my, my shock is on the defensive side. They, it seems like they've taken a step back. And for a team that has so many young, talented pos- uh, positional players, J- Jalen Ramsey, one of the best, if not the best cornerback in the league, A.J. Boye, Calais Campbell, Jared Jack, 
Telvin uh, uh, Smith. Like, not Jared. I'm thinking of Jared Jack. Like Jared Jack uh, uh, Miles. Awesome. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm cross sporting here. No, not Jared Jack. <laughs> Miles Jack. Miles Jack. You, you, you got you, you had you had Dante Fowler on there. You got Yannick Ngakwe. You got all this young talent. Not just, not just vet. Dude, they got, they got players for days on that defense. That's why it was so crazy last year. And then, for some reason, Isaac is taking a nosedive. Well, that's another guy I got on my team, and uh, he's definitely underperforming. He gets a sack every now and then like he's supposed to, but He's not he's not what he, he claims himself to be. He said he was gonna be one of the best pass rushers in the league, and uh I've yet to see that. Um part of part of the problem is this. Last year the Jacksonville Jaguars had Leonard Fournette a good portion of the year. He caught everybody by storm. Yeah. And he wasn't hurt for the most part of the year. They were able to chew up some clock. Keep your defense off the field. So when you came back on the field, those guys stayed fresh. And they would hurry up and get off the field and yeah. get the offense back on the field and they would eat up some more clock. And that's not happening. Because when you run TJ Yeldon three times in a row into mm. a brick wall and punt, then you run them two more times into a brick wall and Blake Bortles is throwing from third and eight. Those things are counterproductive to your defense. And I don't care how young and talented they are, at some point, they're going to tire out. They're going to have good games. They're going to have bad games. And they've had just as many bad games, if not more, as good ones. So, people, you know, that especially affects your pass rush. When your team, when your defense is on the field all the time, your pass rush is truly affected. And everybody knows once your pass rush is affected, you could have Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson back there. Eventually, somebody's going to be open. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about it like that. That's a good point. Last year, they did do a lot of ground and pound, and uh, that worked in their advantage because then you're giving the, the defense time to kind of uh, take a breather and, and, and get refreshed on the sideline. Uh, it, it worked hand in hand. I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm still shocked at just how – Bad. You know that those guys aren't 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 old. They're 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 conditioned in their prime athletes. You know you know every now and then if you got to get back out on that field quick, okay, I understand the 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 tired factor. Everybody gets tired, but man, it just the I just don't see the same. Just hard nose. Just oh man, I I don't want to play them type defense anymore. Like it, it it's just a shock still. To see Jacksonville kind of, kind of just fall it fall be, apart. It's, it's that the tie, the fatigue factor, but there could be a level of entitlement there. Those they are young guys, so a year like that, and then you walk in, you got this swagger, the lack of a better word. You have this swagger, and you're walking in, and and you think you're the best, <laughs> the best thing smoking, and nobody's going to score on us. And the next thing you know, people putting up pinball numbers on you. So. But they're exactly. the past. The Bears are the best defense in football. Let's talk about them some more. Going into the game there against the New York football giants and Eli Manning. <laughs> oh, goody. 
Yeah, time to, time to eat. Time to eat. Eat. Now, Trubisky's going to be out as well for this one, it appears. Going to get a little more Chase Daniel. And actually this week, personally, I prefer Chase Daniel to be out there. And here's why. A completely yeah. healthy Chicago Bears team would would have a very good chance of looking past this Giants game to the main course of the Rams game next week or Sunday after this. If you have mm. your backup in, mm. now you're a little sharper because now you know this is our backup quarterback. You got to continue to play up against the team that we're playing against. We got to stay on point. This is not a giveaway game. You could have slept a little bit if you had your full, your full set of players out there. You know, rested on your laurels. Now there's no laurels to rest on because you got old Chase back there. Man, that's a. That's a really good point. I didn't think about it from that angle. Yeah, you, you, you know, and, and you know Nagy, he's always going to preach, hey, we, we're taking this week by week. And uh, every team says that, you know. Most teams don't say, oh, no, we, we don't care. We're looking forward to the to the real, real challenge of L.A., you know. Nick. No, they're never, ever going to say that out loud. But I honestly think this team truly stays in the moment. And you have a coach, a new coach, who is trying to prove himself and Nagy, I just love his attitude. I love his passion, his fire, the way he inspires his team, the way he leads as a coach. Uh, he, he says all the right things. And he, he said in the in in conference, press conference today uh, that, you know, we're not going to just act like this is some gimme win, like this is a walkthrough, because that's exactly when you get tripped up. And then let's not forget the Giants. Yes, they have a, 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 a weak and and sputtering Eli Manning, Saquon but uh, they got Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham Jr. Like, let's not forget those two are two of the top talents in the league at their position. So let's 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 pump the brakes on thinking that all oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. No, stay on your toes. Do what you got to do. Play hard. Play rough as if it's the Super Bowl. Saquon is a monster, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If it's somebody that's going to worry me, that that's who it would be because he, uh, he, he, he. I think he's going to get his. I think if the Bears can kind of try to contain him, there. Uh, it was mentioned earlier when I was listening to the score uh, that you got to make sure you gang tackle him. If you've seen the man's uh, thighs and his leg, like dude has crazy strength in his legs, and and once he gets going and starts getting going going downhill with that acceleration. It's hard to, to wrap him up just with one person. You have to continue to try and pile people on people with him. Stay, help him make him stay within that box or at, at that line, and don't let him bump outside because uh, you're going to have a long day if you do. So, so I'm hoping that the Bears obviously already have that in mind. And Vic Fangio, you know, he's a defensive artist. He's a maestro. Uh, so, so I'm sure he's going to have his troops ready. But uh, yeah, man, I, I I don't think uh, I think it's a good idea that Chase is actually the quarterback. So now they can they can humble themselves and say, okay, we 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 still need to game plan to the best of our ability for these guys, and then let's let's move on to to the Rams. I mean, I you know I love Saquon from the moment I saw him. 
It was love at first sight. <laughs> he said Penn State, man. And I'm like, I want one of those. <laughs> yeah. Our draft yeah. show. Like, there was there wasn't anything you could tell me wrong about. How how vivid I was, the frowns didn't take him. Yeah, I do remember that. When they took Baker first, yeah, I, I remember. Ah, Baker. Which, by the way, is working out. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing good. Working out how? It's still Cleveland, but the, 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 you can't say that Baker Mayfield hasn't been better than all of the slew of quarterbacks they've tried to take at the top of their draft in the past. D- Deshaun Kaiser bust. Uh, uh, your boy, Joe, Joe, J- whatever, money, money boy. That, that Manziel. To low. Baker Mayfield, hey, Baker Mayfield benefits from the bar being set so low. I'm not saying he's not going to be a, a, a quality quarterback. I'm just saying that when you've been eating ramen noodles for four years, when you get out and you get a, a six-piece nugget, you're in love. I've never had what are these nuggets? I I've never had anything like this. That's what fans are right now. Hey man, hey, hey, you you watch your mouth. I don't know about you, but it's the other way around for me, okay? I usually eat the, the six piece spiky spicy nuggets from Wendy's. And if I get them up my hands on a bag of chicken flavored ramen noodles, you don't even oh, I'm use going the to whole town. pack. I'm not trying to get a uh, uh, powder disease. What is powder disease? A chemical substance that they get from Mars, and they put it put on and and, and they sprinkle it on all on I the noodles like about crack. The disease that that kid on that movie Powder had. I don't even know that movie. <laughs> no, that's not what oh, I. That's another episode. <laughs> okay, but shout. I, I can't even bring myself to say shout out to Cleveland. I can't. Um, Cleveland is now. <laughs> what is wrong with you? We've been away I, too long. I still don't like Cleveland. It's still useless. Cleveland is now <laughs> better at football than Cincinnati, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 AJ Cleveland. Now the whole state has been rendered useless. Oh, boy. It's- this is the year that's going to test whether Marvin Lewis still has enough pictures of management to stay coach. Marvin Lewis <laughs> has gone out and hired Hugh Jackson to be his assistant head coach. It's a bold move, man. When you're a coach, you got to be bold. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's... it's those are things you do when you know you're not going to get fired. That's true. Yeah, like John Gruden. Oh Let go of everybody. Man, we need a pass rusher. Oh, mm-hmm. see you, Khalil Mack. Man, we need a top wide receiver. Bye, Amari. Man, we, we, we need, a, we need a, a young quarterback. Well, uh, probably gone too, Derek. Even if he doesn't, even if he... <laughs> he's gone. He's going to be traded. And then he's going to do good on another team, and then John Gruden's going to say, why do we have a quarterback? 
<laughs> when you oh, well. when you call plays from the mid seventies. <laughs> From the mid seventies, <laughs> you know you can watch too much film, John Green. You know he's he's probably in his film room somewhere, like you know what, looking at old Steelers film. Like, why aren't people running these plays anymore? Yeah, I'm gonna try yeah. it. Then he goes out. He wants to take it back. He wants to take it back and to old school like, football. What is this? Hmm. Oh, goodness. Uh, at least when Maggie runs the T formation, he's just playing. Yeah, it's it's just like a paying, paying respects to the old days. And that's all nice and cute. Then he gets back to the, the high-powered offense. Any other team with the T. There you go. Waiting for, waiting for Eddie Jack to get another score. You know, you know what, I, I, dude? I, I, it was a stat. I'm glad you mentioned it. They, they said uh, that Eddie Jackson is averaging as a safety 1.1 points per game in his early career. Now that may not sound like anything at all, because usually when you score a touchdown at six points, add on the field goal to seven, so it's kind of like, well, what are you talking about, Jordan? 1.1 points is nothing for a defensive player. To average 1.1 points because you've had five defensive touchdowns returned within the one and a half years you've been in the league. That is something. Okay. That 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 that's saying a lot. That's impressive. Pro football focus has them rated like the third best safety in the league. And I think he's higher than that. But I'll take three. There's still really good. Yeah, yeah, Harrison, yeah, 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 yeah. You got Landon Collins. I, I mean, I, I know the guys are still there, you know. As far as what, what's being shown. I think Matthew's actually up there. He's like one or two. Okay. But, yeah, Eddie is definitely he's, – he's, he's putting the name on the – he's putting his name Davis on the map. like eight. So you got two of the pro football focus, top two of the top ten safeties. Oh, no, DJ Swearinger. Is on uh, number one from the Redskins. And the- I have not watched obviously any Washington football, uh, so I wouldn't know anything about that. I know the name, I just don't know what it, what what his impact has been this year. So, props to him. I though. Was like five, so that's, that's pretty, pretty remarkable. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I, I I wanted to touch on one thing that I, I really find uh, uh, I'm I'm glad that I heard today is that Akeem Hicks practice in full. Uh, it was a couple of days he took off from practice because uh, they said that he was suffering from, I think, a strained Achilles, or they just claimed it as an Achilles injury. Now, of course, when you hear Achilles. You know, my mind, I, I warp back to Derrick Rose. You think about all the other players. When you hear Achilles, you usually think, up oh, out for the season, torn ACL. You know, uh, partial. Yeah, yeah. And and 
it's not as serious as I thought it would be. So uh, he he was back, reportedly back today and in full practice. So uh, that's good news. And I honestly think with him and Trubisky being out for this week only, I think Akeem Hicks probably uh, is 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 the bigger of the two in being able to be being able to play. Chase Daniel can kind of hold down the fort against the G-men. That, I'm, I'm cool with that. But having Akeem Hicks out there on that defensive line, I think is going to impact, again, just how much pressure they're going to put on Eli versus him not Akeem being Hicks out there. Akeem Hicks has been awesome this year. and Why he's not so far in the, in the voting top two or three for the Pro Bowl is, is a shame. Um, if he were to miss, I do have enough faith in – Jonathan Bullard and Eddie Goldman, DeAndre Houston Carson to go out there and 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 get it done, you know, against a, a Giants team with, I mean, it, yeah, with Saquon there, that that'll be a big difference. But I think those guys can at least, you know, hold a stalemate and, and get it done out there, especially with Khalil. And I, yeah. Or, <laughs> Yeah. Another trip to Club Dub this weekend for the Bears. Let's get it. Let's get it. I like that little 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 club party that they have, man. That 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 that, that something you didn't see last year with old Foxy. You know, that, that that again that that goes to the chemistry and just the culture of the team, man. It it is is hitting on all cylinders, man. Nagy is is doing some good things there in uh at, at Soldier Field. So uh Gonna keep this train moving. Yeah, trip to old club dub. Let's get another, uh, some more ingenious touchdown celebrations and get Nike dancing to some trap oh, music. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. Tune in for club dub, man. You're gonna see it. That old trap music going, Nagy in there, rocking it out with Tariq Cohen. Did we talk bulls? Oh, we. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I speak. I don't speak we that language. What you say? We talked about Denzel Valentine being. Yeah, that's enough. We we we. we I'm, uh, all I'm going to say is I'm happy that uh, at the progress that Wendell Carter's made and Larry Marketing's coming back. I believe sometime this week, but uh, I, I have nothing to say about them. Zach Levine's averaging 25 points a game. Well, whoop de do. Yeah, he's also taking stupid last second shots. When you're down by one and he's taking a three point shot and you should have drove in and he's 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 calling screens off that the, the coach is saying, No, Wendell, give him a pick. No, Wendell, get away from me. No, Wendell, give him a pick. How dare you question the coach? See, he's already he's already he's already getting that 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 gene in him, that Jimmy Butler, uh Jimmy Butler two point no, I know. I'm just. I don't I'm like him either, but let's not go and call this guy Jimmy Butler just yet. <laughs> he wants to be the leader. The leader is good. The leader is great. Last second shots. And. <sighs> yeah, he does. And Zach, I don't think he has that mentality just yet. No one has that mentality except Mark Wahlberg. Um. <laughs> The Bulls are just focused right now. I saw the only, and I'm going to be honest with the uh, Stay Oz podcast fans. 
the Bulls have been so bad that I can't bring myself to watch many of the games because usually the games are on while I'm eating, and that's that's not going to be pretty. The games I have seen have been against Milwaukee. Now, a couple weeks ago, the Bulls played the Milwaukee Bucks up there in Milwaukee, and I, I was leaving the gym, and the Bulls were up 20 points. Yeah, okay, I do remember that game. Yep. yep. So me and my friend, yeah. we stopped at a little wing joint and watching the game. And something deep inside of me, and I told my friend, I said, watch the Bulls somehow blow this 20-point <laughs> Something deep inside of you. You mean your, your correct intuition? Not only did the Bulls <laughs> blow the 20-point lead, they lost by 20. <laughs> <laughs> it was a there was a forty point swing. Oh God! And Milwaukee Bucks are just walking down and, and chest bumping and and jump bumping into each other. And you know nothing. Yep. One of the few NBA things that make me sad is seeing Eric Bledsoe happy. So, I mean, I was not pleased by the game at all. And then they play the Bucks again, I believe, in Milwaukee. And both these games, you know, Jabari's yeah. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and show out. And yeah. again, the Bulls get an early lead. Substantial lead. And again, the Bulls lose. This time it wasn't a a gargantuan swing, but they lose on a late fourth quarter three from Chris Middleton. Where no one was guarding Chris Middleton, who's like second best player on the team. Well, I, I'll I'll say this: that I saw that play from beginning to end. That 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 uh, trip down the court. And for some odd reason, the Bulls just could not get their hands on the rebound. It was like a couple times the the Bucks had chances to put the hole in the basket, and they didn't. And then it got popped out. And uh, you know, it's kind of like you know when when the play is busted, the defense is kind of trying to scatter around to, to to follow the ball, and they're all out of defensive positioning. So Middleton was kind of left open up top. And yeah, you do not want to leave a shooter like Middleton, a good player like Middleton, open. And uh, they Middleton did, and they paid. At, at the expense of collapsing on Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which again yeah, you're right. To I do remember the lack that. of defensive awareness and presence of the Chicago Bulls. But that's okay. That's okay. Fred Hoiberg will be blamed for this sure. uh, mild tank job, and Chris Collins will be the next Bulls head coach. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm okay with that. If we can get Zion Williamson or this somebody college, good, you can't, uh, just, you can't just recruit guys. The Bulls are going to get the third. Hey man. Hey. Come on, man. Come on. We're always right outside the reach of the people that we actually need. Mm-hmm. Right outside. Yeah. That's all right. 
That's okay. I, I I will say one positive note I've noticed, and and I haven't watched all the games like you said too, but I do watch some of the highlights on YouTube when I get a chance and I'm bored. I'm like, all right, let me see what Zach did. He had 28 points in the loss. All right, let me see how he got that. Or, or Jabari had a double double. Well, let me see how he got that. So I've noticed Jabari from the beginning. You know, they've always complained about Jabari and his effort on the defensive end and his effort period to kind of get in shape and his conditioning. And he looks like he's Twinkies every other day. He actually has been a little bit better recently. Uh, if you look at his numbers for the past week, they've they've taken a a a, a, um, a rise in, in a few few categories. I think that he's getting his rebounding up. He's trying a little bit more on the defensive end from what I saw, and his numbers are getting up from shooting. You know, his mid-range game has always been good, but he's shooting a little bit better from three. He's attacking a little bit more. He's more aggressive. Uh, it, it looks like the Jabari that the Bulls wanted to get uh, now that he's in that lineup. So we'll see what happens when Laurie comes back and certain people come back, how he's going to kind of mold himself into, you know, sharing that rock and, 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 and doing the same thing with other good players on the court with him. But uh, he has improved a little bit from what I saw. Super. <laughs> I figured you didn't have anything great. I mean, to say, Jabari, the Jabari signing is on the list of several things that I was wrong about going into this NBA season. And this NBA season has proved quite a few people wrong. One thing I was right about, I'm not going to go deep into this, but it's a constant flurry of what are the Lakers doing? You had to expect that. I don't even know what they're doing. What I are mean, they doing? Weird making a conscious effort to not pay attention to them. But that's not that's not because the worldwide leader isn't trying to force them down your throat. Uh, or the uh, okay. three-letter network with all the uh, former all-star analysts. Except one. Who talks the most. Or... <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so, you know, all you got to do is turn on a, a sporting network while the game is on, and they'll tell you what the Lakers are doing. You don't need me to tell you. Yeah, of course. You know, wherever LeBron goes, they go. You already know that. And it, La La Land is definitely uh, an attraction. And the Clippers are the best team in the West. Imagine that. Wait, what? The Clippers. Okay, apparently I really am not focusing on the records. Are you serious? In the standings, they're the number one seed? I don't know what's changed as of tonight, but last I checked, the Clippers were pretty up there. Okay, that has to be because of the Golden State Warriors kind of falling apart a little bit. The Clippers were kind of hovering at the top. Wow, Memphis. Yeah. Which, by the way, shout out to Joaquim Noah, you know, getting picked up by the Grizzlies, man. I'm glad he's he's uh, trying to continue his career, man. It's always my guy. I mean, I'm all for somebody getting free money, which is basically what he's going to get. But what is he going to do for them? Whose idea was that? Hey, same thing. Whose idea was to him to go to New York? I, I mean, he, he'll he'll at the very least he will give you effort. Joachim Noah is never ever going to not give so, you effort, and that that is something that you can't so under undermine. 
I'm not going to sign him to an NBA contract. Yeah, but an ant isn't Neither seven is feet. Whatever, man. Hey, as long as he got legs, let him let him do what he needs That's to do on the court. If Robert Lopez can still get a few points, so can Joaquin Noah. Doesn't have any legs. I mean, there's legs <laughs> there, but they don't work. He might as well be Lieutenant Dan. Oh, now, now you just get okay. disrespectful. Okay. Okay. Now you just you get disrespectful, man. For one of our one of our former. Bulls yeah. athletes, don't Let's you do dare. the tale of the tape. Lieutenant Dan versus Joaquin Noah. <laughs> They're the same guy, right? Oh, hair, God. Hair, Lieutenant Dan, Joaquin Noah. <laughs> same hair, right? Drug addiction, Joaquin Noah, Lieutenant Dan. Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ability to use legs, Joaquin Noah, Lieutenant Dan. Same guy. <laughs> Still gets the ladies, Probably apparently. Same guy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Randomly jumps into the lake. Joking Noah, Lieutenant Dan. Same guy. Lieutenant Dan had a retarded friend, and Joe Noah had Derek <laughs> Rose. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say that. That's my boy for life. I. I, I <laughs> I'm sorry. That that that's so disrespectful. That's that that goes against everything I love and know. I take it back. I take it back. I'm sorry. Was funny, I take it back. Derrick Rose is the best. It was funny though. Derrick Rose is murdering oh, the NBA. It's, it is so unfortunate. No, he's shooting like 91 percent from it all is so over the court. That he learned how to shoot a three after his athleticism was gone. He needed to be to be humbled in order to have an all-around oh, game. Wouldn't it have been nice if he had the shooting ability he does now with the athleticism he had with the Bulls? Quick question: Would you would you want him to come back if he could? Why not? Okay, just wondering. Do we, do we need to go down the Bulls roster? I mean, Archie Diakono is putting up twenty That's points every game, game now. <laughs> Archie Diakono looks like remember emo Spider-Man no I don't but why you don't remember Spider-Man 2 when he no Spider-Man 3 when he got the symbiote and oh and he went to like emo version he had the hair down and like, yeah. oh the gothic look exactly. and the eye paint that's, that's stupid man Archaeology. Hey, as long as campaign isn't out there, I'm happy. You can take yeah, exactly. take his when place. the game out. They're gonna track campaign out there. That's why we're not watching. Oh mercy! <laughs> we have some other segments we wanted to get into, but I think we'll hold them off to the next episode. There, uh, the expiration date on those things are good. We can talk about them in the next episode. I do want to send some shouts out, some things that we missed uh, that we did not mention in the past. Shout out to the Boston Red Sox for winning the World Series. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. They were pretty much the juggernaut for the year. I think they won 207 yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was that, that was that was a good team from beginning to end. You kind of could tell that 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 team that was it's pretty much their year. So shout out to them. Most stuff. We lost our head coach. We lost Joel Quinville. Ah. Wish him well. I heard he's taking it all in stride. He's going to Bears games and he's tailgating. So you know, Coach Q's gonna gonna land on his feet and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, he's living his life. He lost the great Stan Lee. You know, so shout out to him. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shout Good guy, great guy. Yeah, but shout out to you know, whatever, whoever's. You did just say. Hey, it's okay. It's our first episode back in three weeks. We gotta, we gotta knock the rust off, man. Because I think I said. I, I I didn't want to bring this up because it actually wasn't caught. But since you caught yourself, I'll, I'll, I'll have to tell on myself a couple of segments uh, or not segments episodes ago when we gave shout outs to uh, Aretha Franklin when she passed. I said shout out to Aretha Franklin. So now now we're, we're even. As a rule, we don't shout out dead people. I don't think it matters okay. how loud you talk. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to hear you. So, let's get into the grub report. I'm sure you have something. You, We oh. haven't been on in, in a while. Yeah, it would be kind of bad if I didn't have any new spot <laughs> in, in the last year that we haven't had the podcast. Uh, but no, I, I I do have one spot, uh, and uh, I, I went there recently, stumbled into it. I, I just love finding holes in the wall joints, like hole okay. in the wall joints. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't like looking for whole actual holes in in walls. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I I'll, I'll leave that up to other people that that have that I weird fetish. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this hole in the wall joint, uh, as most people are coming to find out uh, or have come to find out that I love Mexican food. So my endeavor in life is to always try different Mexican restaurants. Their 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 flavor that they put in the beef or the meat, uh, the 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 uh, the horchata. You know, how, what, what consistency the achata is, how sweet it is. You know, I'm always, you know, trying to explore and travel to, 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 to find the next best Mexican restaurant. So I stumbled onto a restaurant called Los Enchinos or Encinos. I believe that's how you say it. And uh, I got a, a taco dinner. Taco dinner comes with three tacos, your choice of meat, uh, lettuce, or rather, I'm sorry, cilantro, onion, and uh, rice and beans. So it's the normal taco dinner. Uh, this version was extremely good. The beef was seasoned perfectly. And as a matter of fact, I'm sorry, it wasn't beef. I ordered steak. The steak was seasoned perfectly. Uh, the cheese was was perfect. It was melted to perfection. The rice and beans were very good. I, I used to hate refried beans. 
And I don't know when I actually turned the turned the channel on that because I, I absolutely love refried beans. Uh and and yeah. So that was good. But what really set it off is the salsa verde. Now, most times when I go to a restaurant like Alcula's or Rancho Grande or or Pepe's or whatever, the 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 salsa verde, the green sauce is what we usually say, you know. I it usually is clear. This version of their their green sauce, it was it was creamy. It, it was almost as if they added like milk to it or something. I, I don't know what it is. But it just looked different. But man, when you put that on that taco, it goes from a great taco to you want to shoot the chef because you don't want anybody else to have it after you just got done eating it. Like that's how good it was. There's certain things that just add flavor to stuff that's already good that just, oh, man. You talk about good. It was good. So Los Encinos. And then they had a pretty good uh, horchata as well. So Los Encinos, everybody. Uh, I do not have the address off the top of my head. You can Google it. L-O-S-E-N-C-I-N-O-S. There it is. So Jordan's had three weeks at least to get this together. And he still doesn't have an address for you. So, yeah, Google. <laughs> you know what? Also, um, right. also, Google whether there's any health regulations over there. Because I don't think salsa verde is supposed <laughs> to be thick and cream. Hey, well, <laughs> look, if they, I don't care what they what it ain't supposed to what it's supposed to look like or what it's not supposed to look like. This version Sometimes was extremely good. Sometimes spoiled what? food tastes great. Hey, feta cheese is good. Yeah, but no, no. Uh, all jokes aside, that's a place that sounds like I, too, uh, am, a, am a lover of Mexican food. Especially uh, since I moved out here with a few more Mexican restaurants. So I'd be willing to give it a try. In fact, uh, I'm going to send another shout out. We got a um, an Instagram follow from uh, one of the owners of City Winery. So um, that was good to see, good to hear. That our voices around her getting heard. Um, by some people out there who were making a difference. City Winery having some of the uh, better <laughs> underground concerts. You know, some, some of the, some of the uh, underground acts, especially some underground R&B acts. Appreciate uh, the love. Also, La Chiquita. It's not a restaurant. Uh-oh. It's in East Chicago, Illinois, I mean, East Chicago, Indiana. It's not a restaurant as much as it's kind of like a Mexican grocery slash deli. But tamales okay. from there are legendary. You're going to go in this place Uh-oh. and you're going to look for tamales. And there's going to be, especially like on a Saturday, there's going to be a tremendously long line of people there for their tamales. La Chiquita. La Chiquita. Okay. Okay. Yeah, chicken and pork and the green pork. Like the salsa verde pork. So, 
Okay. Set prices it's like eight fifty for a dozen. Seriously, they just giving them away like dude, that, my dude. It's like eight fifty for a dozen, and nine dollars for a dozen. And then the Verde they sell in sets of four, but it's like five dollars for four, so or something like that, or or you know something like that. But you know, most places I've gone to. You're getting hit for like fifteen a dozen or twelve a dozen, you know, dollar tamale. This is eight fifty a dozen. Lot you can hit them up. Okay. I was gonna drop the name of another restaurant, but I'm gonna hold off on that because I haven't been going to many restaurants out lately, and I'm gonna hold that in the holster for later. Okay, you just you just you just reminded me. Maybe I should do the same because I actually had one more since we've been away so long. Now I'm trying to like go through my brain Rolodex. It is one spot, but yeah, I'll, I'll save that for the next. I've been, holding off, one, I've been holding off on on eating takeout and all that, but I, I do have one, and I will be traveling next week. So, you know, in my travels, I may come across something too. So you're gonna get you're gonna get a, a little a little more national flavor. Oh so, yeah, or two weeks from now, probably two weeks. Yes, from now. sir. But the legendary Stayouts podcast has a presence on social media. We're still present on Twitter and Instagram. I have not done Facebook yet. Still a bit reluctant. Still a little bit lazy. But uh, it'll happen one day, probably. That's okay, man. You know, this is a this is a, a progressive podcast, man. We 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 gonna get back on. I may start a G plus account so that no one can pay attention to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just for That's just for the sake of it. Huh? I remember when I was a little younger and Facebook was first blowing up, and I was like, I'm gonna go on G plus just to be a contrarian. And that that whole format kind of crashed and burned because nobody was really. Yeah, I was about to say, how long did that last? Yeah, so catch us on Instagram, catch us on Twitter at Stayos Podcast. Once again, we've been with Jordan. I'm Chris. This has been the Legendary Stayos Podcast on the Comeback Trail. See y'all when we see y'all. Oh, yeah. Down my face.
case on my pillowcase Ooh. But what I got is a remedy for what I need But I'm not complaining Cause now I'm saying Ooh, my girl is dripping Juice off the sleeve, on your coat, lady. 